1: Welcome back, Pack Nation. Hope you're having a great day. You see the news, uh, Dan Quinn interviewing now with Arizona as well. So Denver, Indy, Arizona. Segment's brought to you by Soda. How big of a challenge would that be to still be good at defense if he leaves? You know, uh, and how concerning is it for you? They have led the league in takeaways two years in a row. And this year was awesome because they fixed so many things uh, d- during the season. They, they turned around the run defense that I thought was, was Dunsky. They fixed a broken secondary uh, at the end of the year when it, when they led the league in giving up big plays for the last five weeks. They totally stopped that in the postseason, um, you know, and and then they they smacked the, the Niners in the mouth for 60 minutes. That was a hell of a defensive performance against San Francisco who bullied them last year. Dan Quinn turned it around, you know, uh, and you give up one drive that required a, a miracle Kittle catch and three defensive penalties. That's how the Niners scored, so... It seems pretty daunting to, to keep a good defense with, without Dan Quinn. How, how challenging does it would, it would it be for you if you're a, a scout here and you're working on this? How important is the coach in your mind, Brian?
0: I think the coach is huge, but I'd also think about, like I said, going out and getting somebody outside. I'd go get, think about getting Vic Fangio. And I'd do it just because if people are starting to figure out what to do, how to play Micah Parsons, Maybe I need some different ideas. Vic hmm. Fangio, you know what he's done—turn it
1: into a blessing. If you can go get another savant, yeah, yeah go
0: get Yvonne Miller, yeah, Miller Chubb—they've always had really interesting pass rush guys in Denver. When you know, when he or, or Chicago, wherever he's been, mm-hmm. they've always had a way to attack you. And and I wonder if if all of a sudden you change over to maybe some different ideas, some different philosophies of how to play things, and now teams, teams don't have a book on you. Now they're having to start over okay. with your personnel. I mean, we all know the personnel. Dan and this staff does a great job of taking the personnel and kind of moving them and moving them around and making so it work. So you
1: put Fangio on like a Shanahan level of defensive minds? Yeah,
0: I would. I would. Him, I think Brian Flores is another guy that, you know, you look what he's done. He was with Belichick all those years the dolphins' the head coach it didn't work out for him. He's just now been with Mike Tomlin at Pittsburgh for a year. You know, I'm players respect guys like those Brian Flores when they stand there and you know, he you know, you come off the field, and he's willing to fight you. You know, that kind of guy. Uh, to me, I, I and I love George Edwards, trust me. I worked with George Edwards when I was with the Cowboys in the early 2000s. Him and Mike Zimmer and those guys. George is a great, great coach. But I'm I'm kind of thinking about. I'm not interested in just staying the same. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in maybe turning this thing into something a little different, and maybe maybe you could take a little bit of what you did, but maybe make it a little bit better with some some other things. That's the whole idea was to go out and get when you got Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn was the one that went out there and reinvented himself, right? Right. That's so, the thing. Man. So now, do you have that opportunity with another coach from the outside?
2: And and from your experience, Brodus, that's not. That's not a skill set that most coaches have, right? No, the reinventing themselves, no, they, the not they being don't. stubborn to they what don't, it is yeah, I do. No, this
0: is the no. Dan we, Quinn's unique in that. Yeah, because he knew what what it what, this. The two years that Dan Quinn has been with the Cowboys has made him even more valuable, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Like the, nobody remembers about giving up a twenty eight to three lead. Some people, you know, they talk about it, but everybody talks about man. You see that Dallas defense on tape, sure, right. Yeah, Dan Quinn. You see what he's doing with Michael Parsons? Isn't Any that? other
1: coaches like this that you, you know are available that match that Dan Quinn or I guess you're putting Vic Fangio up here? I'm putting here.
0: Fangio in there, I'm putting Flores in there. I'm trying to think Damn, of some guy some Flores. guys that get the teams that is anybody that's just got the their, you know, Carolina, Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes at Carolina is a pretty salty dude. He did a great Players job. Players love him. Yeah. Okay. You know that's that's the kind of that's the kind of route I would go. So
1: it doesn't have to be bad if they hire the right coach,
0: right? Because you hired Dan Quinn and it got better. Yeah. 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 It, there's like a, a
2: Fangio guy that's established that's out there, and then I'm also interested in the idea of uh, of how quickly well, the game moves offensively. Look
0: what. Look what. I'm sorry, to interrupt you. No, you're me. good. I just, but I, I have to do this or I'll forget it. Look what look what Wink Martindale did with the Giants. Yeah. I mean the Giants, the, the Giants, Patrick Graham with the Giants was pretty good under the Joe Judge administration. Remember, they were they were good. They were just terrible on offense. Mm-hmm. But then you have these players and all of a sudden you bring Wink Martindale in there and the Giants are playing much better. Yeah. they are playing much better on defense. See, that's what I'm saying. You get sometimes you get that guy that the players just totally buy into. Yeah, totally buy into.
1: Yeah, and I I I think what Dan Quinn figured out though was that in this league you can't have a system, and I think that's kind of what you were getting ready to talk about, Chiafalo. It's the flexibility. You can have basically what you believe in, yeah. and a foundation for your system. You got to have something you hang your hat on, but you have to be flexible inside that system to build something possibly every week, or to shift that foundation in the over the course of an off season to match an upcoming trend. And a lot of co- coaches you know uh want to believe like everything that's been invented about the game that's important has already been invented right and i just need to teach my guys to execute what i know to be the best right system and that's a trap you know and a lot of those guys can make it sound damn good when they're talking about yeah
3: like a guy like lovey smith who's getting texted in like that's a dude who is running his base defense that's not a guy that i think yeah
0: it's saying. lovey's a name but like i say i'm i'm I respect Lovey. I really, really do. But that to me, Lovey is that's Rod Marinelli to me. Yeah, maybe, a, maybe a you know a little. That's the, I agree with you. That's the Rod Marinelli influence, and I and I I respect Rod Marinelli. I just kind of thinking something that the Cowboys haven't seen. You know what's and,
3: interesting is if Dan Quinn were to go to Denver. They had a great defense this year, and their defensive coordinator is a young guy. He's
0: interviewing for the Houston Texans job
3: right yeah. now. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know what happens with him and his situation. I think it's Ivero is, yeah. is his last name. But, I mean, if he's available, that'd be an interesting name to maybe bring in and just talk with. If Ivero gets put on the street, he's going to get snapped up. Absolutely. Quick. Who's and this guy? They, yeah, the Denver. Best. Denver. Oh, Denver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Denver's Denver. defensive coordinator. Gosh. Young, up-and-coming head coach. Players love him, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, he, he's a guy that's getting opportunities already for head coaching interviews. I don't think he's going to get any of them, but if they end up with a new head coach, they might want to move on, and he ends up on the streets. That's a great candidate for you.
2: Well, especially if that new head coach is a Dan Quinn or a defensive guy, that's exactly got his deal. And so, yeah, that would make a ton of sense. And I like that idea of a, a younger mind. We see all these young offensive minds, and we see how the game has changed offensively. And teams are so different now, week to week, when you talk about the adaptability, and we're going get, to get into that a little bit in a few minutes when we talk about what we've learned from the teams that are still remaining in, in the mm-hmm. playoffs here. And and the adaptability of your defensive coordinator is so big, and it's it it's partially what you see on a week-to-week basis. Hey, some teams got running quarterbacks now, but not everybody does. Yeah. So yeah. what I play against you one week is not the same as the next week. It's not as uniform, where every quarterback's a drop-back passer. Every team likes to kind of run the ball relatively the same, unless you're a Shanahan. Things are different now. And so you have all these different spins on these offensive philosophies and and – coaches being willing to adapt offensively through the players they have. Okay, I got a, a mobile quarterback. Let's lean into that a little bit. But that's not every single week. But then there's also the idea and what Dan Quinn did so well this year. My own resources are leaving me d- daily through injury and whatever else. And so how am I using my own ingredients to make up for what my team continuously, like my week one defense is not the same as my week eight defense from a personnel standpoint. And it sure as heck is not the same as my week 18 defense. And so being able to adapt on the fly that way as well has been extremely impressive from Dan Quinn. Okay, fine. I'm losing corners all over the place. We might, you know, have to, it might be struggle a couple of weeks and then boom, uh is going to come in here and he's going to fix that thing. He's going to get it figured out, and so that is that is not easily replaceable. No, no. Not ultimately, at all. going back to the question, losing Dan Quinn is going to freaking suck hard. And maybe you get Fangio, maybe you get lucky on a young, uh, rising, uh, up and coming dude. But that's what it's going to take.
0: You move on from Mike McCarthy to make sure that you don't lose that guy.
2: I am, I am, I am. You want to go
0: on record on that one?
2: I'm down. I'll go on record for it. If Dan Quinn is willing to be my head coach, boom! I got my defense figured out. I trust Dan Quinn to go get an offensive coordinator the same way when Atlanta he went and got Kyle Shanahan. I would trust that.
1: I like it. Yeah, both guys are so impressive to me. I said in the opening segment, if that's what you want to do, I'd be okay with it. You know, I'm not going to stand up and and uh, on a table and and insist that we go in an opposite direction. I think you have two great head coaching options right now with this football team.
0: Yeah, I, I'm to the point though. Like I said earlier, I, I think it was yesterday was. Like, listen, if you're Jerry Jones and you asked the question of Dan Quinn, who would you, if you were to be hired, who would you, who would be your OC? And if you, and if he tells you a guy that's better than what Mike McCarthy is yeah. saying for his OC, and you feel that strongly about Dan Quinn, yeah. To me, I, and, and you're My, thinking maybe long term, that would team, definitely be
3: the tiebreaker. My fear yeah. is yeah. that guy is Brian Schottenheimer, and I don't think that's a very good
1: Joe Philbin. Hire. My, if Mike McCarthy says somebody for, from inside his social circle, yeah you know, that he's going to feel comfortable with, you know, and, and not the best possible candidate, then that would be an absolute tiebreaker in that kind of situation.
2: And just to reiterate it even more on the broadcast, Greg Olson relaying a conversation that he had with Kyle Shanahan, who was on staff with Dan Quinn in Atlanta saying, yeah, you know, all the familiarity and Shanahan's like, yeah, not really. I used to know everything this guy did. He's a, he's a different defensive coordinator. Now, how many coaches can you say that about? Five years ago, he was he was one thing, and now he's evolved to another. Well,
3: Very he knew few. he had
0: to do it to get a, a gig. Yeah, and respect to him that
3: he yeah. did it though, because no, most coaches
2: don't. Well, they that, just continue to shove the your head peg coach, into the round hole, yeah. and this is
3: what
0: I do, and yeah. that's he, it. Your head coach talked about going out on the farm and reinventing himself and all that stuff. And like he
2: that. D- and he, I, I, did he? I don't really know. He's the, what, the proof is in playoffs, the pudding yeah. with Dan Quinn.
3: Yeah. He knew that would make a great story.
2: Yeah, uh, no, certainly did. That, Pelicero was loving
3: that thing. Yeah, it was, but I yeah. do think this offensive coordinator hire is is vital. I mean, we've spent well, a lot of haven't, time. They
0: haven't got rid of the Kellen Moore yet. Yeah, but I, I mean, think that I that's I shouldn't the, say yet. Yeah, I'm sorry. The
3: the we're worried about Dan Quinn if he gets one of these head coaching jobs. I think the Kellen Moore thing, you need to move on from.
1: I think a lot of people would like that right now. But boy, this this you know, this Cowboys team is loves their continuity and loves status quo. And they rarely agree with what the outside says. Yeah, you know if they if they's not getting better. If they haven't made a move now, it doesn't necessarily mean they're not going to. But every day that goes by with Kellen Moore at the job, it has to increase the probability that he stays by five to ten percent. Okay, uh, it is the G Bag Nation here on one zero five three. The fan. Hope you're having a great day. Thanks for making us part of it. Brian and Bobby are still doing the Love of the Star podcast, by the way, and wherever you Tell get you. your podcast, you can get that. It's yeah. uh, it's the number one podcast in all of the NFL. It happens to be a Cowboys podcast, so you know it's the best. Now, when we return, follow where are we heading?
2: Yeah, we have uh the things that the final four teams remaining in the NFL playoffs, what did they teach us? That's next.
0: We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone
1: 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four
0: lines for 25 bucks per line per month with
1: eligible trade-in when you switch.